Hello, KM family, and welcome to the Kingdompreneur Mentor Podcast, where listeners experience God's unfair advantage in life and business, hosted by Reggie Flowers. Kingdompreneur Mentor supports the development of faith-based entrepreneurs and entrepreneurs by helping them to dismantle their struggles and gracefully build a life of fulfillment and success while honoring God. We exist to provide you with the evidence that faith plus skills times belief equals disproportionate increase in your life and business. So whether you're listening in your office, kitchen, car, or on the treadmill at the gym, thank you for trusting us with your ears as we continue to strive to maintain that trust. KM family is Reggie Flowers, and I'm excited to be with you today. I hope each and every one of you that are listening right now are having a blessed Sunday, that you're with your family, you're with loved ones, or you're doing something for yourself that's giving you gratitude, and most importantly, that you are glorifying the Lord today, giving Him praise, giving Him thanks, because if you're able to hear my voice, recognize my voice, and actually click on the button to listen to my voice, then you've been blessed today beyond measure, and we got to make sure that we don't take those small actions and graces for granted. I wanted to just really come in today in preparation for some of the upcoming conversations that we're going to have. You know, the Lord's really put on my heart to really focus on helping families, right? Uh, husband and wives, uh, people that are dating, you know, helping encourage and, and really position you know, those of you who are seeking right now or finding or looking to be found, you know, just how do I put myself in a position to not only obtain a great spouse that the Lord has identified for me, but to successfully, you know, um, establish that covenant and then how to sustain that covenant once it's under attack by the enemy. I also realized that in the season that we're in, there's so much happening in the entertainment landscape. There's a lot happening right now in our educational institutions. And there's a lot of truth that's being misrepresented and defiled in many ways. And it is causing concern amongst, you know, our faith-based organization, our faith-based leaders. And I think it's time for those of you who are listening to my voice to find a lane to step up contribute to make a difference because you are equipped and you are protected by the most high. And if you're not doing your part, then the question becomes, why are you being a quasi Christian or a deactivated Christian as opposed to stepping up and letting people know who you are, what you stand for and what you believe in, why you believe in it and not be fearful that anything here on earth can prevent you from having what God already has for you. You know, the word is always said that what, you know, God has for you, let no man be able to stand in the way of it, to take it away from you, right? There's no way that's going to happen. And I just ultimately think that we have to really evaluate our company, who we allow in our lives, and be very cognizant of our behavior and how we act when no one's watching. And so the next conversation I'm going to have with you is actually going to be around the topic of um, no scrubs, right? Do you remember the song by TLC, No Scrubs? 
And I happened to be listening to that song uh, this morning, not in its entirety, but my wife was listening to a mix and it was curated by Spotify and that song popped on. And it really got me thinking. It started to help me reminisce about songs back in the 90s because I'm an 80s baby, right? So I was, I was born in the mid 80s. So therefore the 90s, the early 2000s. And I remember songs actually lifting people up that the opposite sexes were speaking highly of one another, like love love songs and R&B were real love songs. Um, songs about, you know, what it is that a woman deserved and what a man needed were very clear. The boundaries were very clear. It wasn't any confusion. It wasn't any gender confusion. And the TLC song specifically, I Don't Want No Scrubs, right? They define what a scrub is. And what's interesting is that the Bible also defines what a biblical husband is, and therefore the opposite could be looked at as a scrub. And so our conversation will be, I don't want no scrubs, and we're going to talk about the the roles, the five roles of a biblical husband. Because right now, women, I think it's important for you to have a grasp and understanding of what that leader looks like in the household and what you're looking for. And if you already have a husband, here's something for you to measure against that's biblical to say in these five categories. And if I had to rate my spouse from one to 10, one being the worst, 10 being the best, where will you honestly rate this person if God was sitting right next to you watching you based on your judgment and your discernment and just the truth in that judgment? And what I want you to realize is that as a woman who's being led or is in a biblical household, her greatest asset is prayer and then her ability to petition with the hope and expectation that God will move to that man and cause him to listen effectively, to yield, to submit, and ultimately take her petitions, you know, and hold them with high regard, right? I want to talk a lot about just when you really value something, how you hold it, because the Bible talks about, you know, your wife being the weaker vessel, but it doesn't mean weaker as in like mentally weak, physically weak. I mean, physically, yes, she is weaker than how God designed us. But what you also realize is that when something is delicate and also of high value, you handle it as such. And you think about like priceless china, right? When you're having a great dinner, you handle it in such a way because it's it's fragile and it's of high value and you don't want to let it fall and break. And like you said, if it's priceless, there's no value on that. And very similar to when you're a man, a biblical husband, and you see your wife in high value, you want to handle her in such a way, too, that she's, it's clear to her that you love her and your love is demonstrated through your actions and not just words, especially words during intimacy. I think for women, we have to really spend a little bit of time helping them identify what that looks like. And then for men, becoming that and then realizing that when things are when you have two believers in a covenant and all the benefits and the increase and the strength that comes from that covenant that God has you know, established, 
then we get this miraculousness that happens, you know, in our households, within our children, within our workspace, building for the kingdom, serving the kingdom, and just all the servitude that goes with that. I mean, lately, you know, I've spent, I've been investing more time really letting my wife know how much I appreciate her, how grateful I am for her, spending more time acknowledging the things that she's done really well, and even the small things that she's done to make a difference, you know, in our home, in our lives. Because I realize that when you build anything up, right, on a firm foundation, it will last. And so if you're someone who's always slightly tearing down, complaining, dismantling, renovating unexpectedly, and then you expect for this person in your life that you say you love to have your back, to be loyal, to be there for you, but you're constantly chipping at them, whether they deserve it or not, you have to realize that the power in your tongue is destroying the very fabric in which is creating the opposite of what it is that you would like from your spouse. And I think if we spend some time really helping develop a conscious effort with our spouses, a conscious effort when we're dating uh, biblically and, and being intentional about who we're going to give our time to, invest our energy with, you know, being very direct and transparent in our communication, I believe we'll begin to get back to building strong families, God, godly families, where now the offspring is a byproduct of a very strong Christian foundation, loving foundation. And then ultimately, you have to couple that with now a heightened emotional quotient. You know, in today's time, we have to spend time once we have our family protecting it from the enemy. And so when you understand the enemy's schemes from bringing outside people into the marriage or having outside influences attempting to get the attention of your children's eyes and their ears, and that you as the the husband and then the nurturer as the wife begin to protect those outside influences and also inside influences to protect the development of your home so that you can raise up children um, in the words so that they won't ever stray from it and they'll continue to reproduce this. Getting back to that and being intentional about this is so critical in today's time. And so for me, I have five children, which you hear me mention all the time. I have a 17-year-old who this year she graduated and she decided that she didn't want to go to college. And by some people's standards, they're surprised, like, oh, my gosh, why is she not going to college? Does she not qualify? And that's not the case at all. But she had a different vision. And obviously, with her father being a college dropout and her living in the home that God has blessed us with, you know, it makes it easier for her to find her own way. And so while she's finding her own way, we're still making sure that the biblical foundations are there for her to see herself as a, a wife, to see herself as a Proverbs 31 woman. Because as a Proverbs 31 woman, although you may be a tremendous spouse to your husband and a mother to your child, you are still a producer. If you Scripture serves right where it says that she's taking the money that she's earned to buy land, right? And so it does not mean that a woman, just because she's a stay-at-home stay at home mother or wife and mother, that she will not create, that she will not 
contribute, that she will not enhance the wealth. That's just not true either. So there's just so many misconceptions that are happening right now in the marketplace that are destroying families. And so as I'm speaking to Brielle and helping her understand her way along with her biological mother, and she has her bonus mother, right? So she has a great foundation. And now look at my my boys that came from my first marriage and their mother transitioned and, you know, RJ's 11 and uh, Alex is now nine, but he'll be 10 in September. And I look at what they've done with their business. I'm looking at them, what they're doing academically and really for them, making sure that they understand and see the example of a biblical man in the household, right? Being that example, demonstrating leadership, demonstrating love, demonstrating loyalty, demonstrating uh, the ability to learn and understand, right? Like watching them to let them observe that, witness that so they can reproduce that. And what's interesting is that my son, Adonis, who who is now uh, 20 months, he's at that phase where he's modeling after everything that he sees, right? So if he sees you hug, he'll hug. If he sees you laugh, he'll laugh. If he sees you yell, he'll let yell. If he sees his younger sister, who is nine months spit, then he spits, right? So he's all about modeling. And it just constantly reminds me that children are nothing more than modelers of what they see in their household. And what you allow them to see, and also what you think they're not seeing, well, based on your character and who you are, they're modeling after that, whether you want them to or not. So you have to always go back to the biblical blueprint because God laid it out what we should be modeling so that they replicate that. Like he's wired us to watch as children, to reproduce, to lock it into our subconscious and conscious conscience and become what it is that we see. And so oftentimes parents are so um, hypocritical about their behavior where they want their children to head in one direction and they're going in a different direction. And the word simply says that, you know, a double-minded man is unstable in all his ways. And so, so many people are raising their children with that philosophy that I could be double-minded and that instability won't transfer into my child. And that then when it does, I'm surprised, I'm shocked that the fact that this child's dealing with depression and and obesity and lack of confidence and all these attributes that come from this behavior when all we need to do is be aligned, develop some strong integrity, strengthen our character, right? Increase our communication with our Heavenly Father through prayer to be this, you know, to experience God's unfair advantage. That's going to come from that. And so next week, we're going to get into the five biblical roles, like I said, because we don't want any scrubs, right? If you're a woman of God, you don't want a scrub. You don't want a man that sits around, who's not proactive, who's reactive, who's lazy, who doesn't expect much uh, from himself, but expects everything from you. You know, we're going to talk through that next week to really equip our women to do a better job choosing, but also becoming while they're choosing, right? And the acceptance of someone pursuing them. Also, you know, we're constantly expanding here with Kingdompreneur Mentor. We're preparing to launch our mentorship course. As you've heard that over and over again, we're getting closer. We've got new hires. Our team's expanding. Our resources are expanding. And we're just excited to see each and every one of you that participate in, you know, our 2023-24 class, right, for the Mentorship Academy. Um, 
some of the things you need to understand right now is number one, there's only going to be a 20% acceptance rate. Uh, we anticipate a 95% graduation rate. This is going to be an environment where the people who graduate are going to go on in the next two to four years and create substantial wealth for the kingdom and be stewards of their wealth so they can serve the kingdom greater. We're excited about that. They're going to experience God's unfair advantage. They're going to master God's unfair advantage formula. And if you're listening closely right now and you're wondering how do you tap into that, how do you engage in that, just stay tuned because you'll start seeing it either via email or the post underneath um, the information that's provided on our YouTube or on our podcast. There are going to be links for you to opt in. Let us know that you're interested. If you're interested, we'll move you into the interested parties where there'll be you know, information about that so you can get equipped for the mentorship to see if you will be accepted for our 2023-24 class. Um, it's going to be a nine-month mentorship course. Very transformational. It's going to serve you in the capacity of creating a godly family, being fit both emotionally, spiritually, and physically. Uh, finance, right? Creating wealth, being a steward of wealth, understanding the language of wealth, um, understanding that business is a spiritual game. And so how God designed it for us to win and you have that covenant with God and how you can use that to your advantage. And then how do you build constructs of wealth in the relatively short periods of time, you know, under today's circumstances, no matter where you're at. So if you're sitting here today with no money in your account or you have a few hundred grand, but you are saying, how do I go from there to 10, 20, 30 million in stewardship? Right. I mean, you oversee that now. Uh, and God's bless you with that. That's what we're going to be equipping a lot of our students and alumnus with those strategies and, and guiding them until that they accomplish that. Right. It just won't be equipping you with information, but the implementation of it, which is going to be really fantastic. So I hope that you make sure that you pass this information on to some of your friends that, you know, have the ability to be great kingdompreneurs that are leaders that are stepping up to support the kingdom and that you take this information, you know, uh, share it, cultivate it in the lives of others. And then, you know, please let us know how it's working for you. We want feedback. We want to know how this conversation is blessing you or any conversation. Share the conversations, help grow the channels. And let's really do what God's called us to do, which is to raise up, you know, true believers, you know, help those who are in darkness come to light. And then just help them improve their quality of life, you know, and get closer to God in the process. So thank you for listening. And I hope you have a wonderful Sunday. And I look forward to talking to you and seeing you next week. Bye. KM family, what an incredible episode we just experienced on today's show, packed with wisdom and enlightenment. Remember, please subscribe to our newsletter, podcast, and YouTube channel for the best results. In addition, you can contribute to Kingdompreneur Mentor by commenting, requesting topics, or emailing us. And if you desire a deeper relationship with Kingdompreneur Mentor, visit our website at www.kingdompreneurmentor.org and learn more about our courses, masterclasses, and live events. We pray that God's favor goes before you and prospers your way and that people go out of their way to bless you.